Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get ready to expand your alignment with Source. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Here's your host, Ray Zander. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of Everyday Attraction, the last self-help podcast. Yes, we have a new subtitle launching in 2019. We're calling it the last self-help podcast because really we know that all the answers live inside of you. And although we explore channels like Abraham, and we're really going to focus in on the communion of light in the beginning of 2019, it, they all tell us one thing, and they all come to the same conclusion that infinite wisdom lives within us, and that all the answers that you seek are really inside of you. So our exploration, our investigation, our really picking apart these processes are for one reason only, to lead you back to you, to lead you back to your infinite self, for you to be able to hear within you the answers that source energy, your inner being, your greater knowing, your God self, the Christ presence is whispering back to you. You've got it all. It's all within you. And these wonderful teachers remind us, they reflect us. They're these beautiful mirrors that tell us once again to go within. And so why the communion of light? Why this focus on this particular energy known as communion of light channeled through Frank Butterfield? Because I think they are so leading edge. They have changed my life over and over again. They continue to go into these nitty gritty corners of confusion and just sweep them clean. And I think it'll be really fun to be together on this journey as we explore these new channels. Of course, always referring back to our Abrahams. We are the home team for Abraham. But it is also fun to hear some new information that's coming through enlightened beings like Frank Butterfield. And we're so, so grateful for his ability to tune in so that we can tune in to ourselves. And we're going to start off by really delving into one of his more recent workshops at the at communionoflight.com about manifesting. Yes, here we are, the beginning of 2019. And don't tell me you don't want to manifest because that's really what we came here for. We came here to desire and we came here to receive. And that's really what the process is. And I know you're going to laugh, but I have actually come to the point where I don't even know if it's about a law of attraction. I know, take a breath. I think it's about a law of realization because it's already all here for you. You have already done the attracting. You have already done the desiring through the contrast of your life. And now we want to elegantly and beautifully and skillfully bring those into manifestation, into the physical, the physical, the kissable, the smellable, the edible life experience, because that's why you came to the planet. And I think you'll be surprised and delighted about the many ways that you can be the magical being that you already are. So let's have fun together. We're going to start with this first series coming from the Communion of Light. You can check them out again at communionoflight.com. 
And they talk about correlating wealth, but don't get thrown off by that title. What we're really talking about is the very specific way you manifest things, thoughts from non-physical to physical. You're going to love this. Here we go. Yes, indeed. And we are very much enjoying entering into this communion of light with you. And we are finding ourselves quite pleased and quite delighted to be connecting with each of you in all the ways that we are doing so here today. And as we enter into this conversation, we welcome you to our delicious series that is all about correlating wealth. And this is where we begin. So in this first conversation, in this very delicious series, we want to introduce you to the idea of correlating wealth. Now, from where we sit, what this actually means is that in order to bring any idea into physical manifestation, there are certain requirements that have to be met. Now, the thing is, is that you don't actually have to know these things intellectually in order to bring forth ideas into manifestation. If that were the case, you wouldn't be where you are right now. Also, we want to make very clear, we're not really saying anything that you haven't heard before, but we are going to be bringing it to you in a way that we think is particularly helpful and that will find you and allow you and help you to have more and more and more of what you are actually wanting. For that is our supreme purpose in all of the things that we do, in all of the ways that we interact with each of you in every way that we do. So we want to start off by talking about how an idea that you have becomes a physical manifestation. The first thing that happens is you stumble across something and contrast brings your attention to the nature of this idea. The second thing that happens is the desire, and these things happen almost instantaneously, the desire to have such a thing gives you power and fuel to bring attention to and focus to and alignment then shows you specifically what it is that you actually want in practical terms. Allowing then steps you back and away from the management of the idea so that it can manifest. Now, undoubtedly you read these words already, but we want to just put them out in these very specific and very blatant terms because this is literally how an idea becomes manifested once you have had it. Now, contrast is not a bad thing. You might believe or you might think that when you hear the word contrast, that what we're actually referring to is an idea of something that is very much not wanted. And that couldn't be any further from the case because what you will discover as you become more and more and more open 
to the idea of contrast is that what it brings you, in fact, is just information. It's just data. It helps you decide, do I want this or do I want that? Now, if you're accustomed to living in a chaotic universe, it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense that you would be trying to avoid contrast almost at any cost. Because contrast is an indication that something has gone wrong and you need to fix it. So either you jump in on contrast and you get it all done and you make it all happen, or you deny the contrast and push it to the side by either just saying it simply doesn't exist, no, there's no problem here, or by saying it's not that big of a deal. I'm completely okay with the way things are and it's okay that they are this way. Now, We've talked in the past about the power of sitting with an idea and looking at it square in the eye and saying, it's completely okay for me to have this idea in my mind, this conflicting idea that I don't like. That's not what we talk about when we're talking about how smoothing contrast sort of tries to hide it and push it away. Because you're not hiding from anything, you're looking at it square in the eye and you're saying with conscious choice, this is okay for this to be here. What we're talking about when we talk about avoiding contrast is how as you smooth something out, you're trying to pretend like it's not there and it doesn't have an effect. But it does, and the effect is not what you're afraid it means. It actually is grounded in freedom and in choice. Because the only reason that contrast arises is to show you how there are conflicting thoughts on any given topic. Now, the desire that comes forth as a result of the contrast really has to do with you making a decision. When you realize that contrast is there to help you and you allow it to bring you the idea of, okay, this is what I want instead of this, or this is what I want because I want more of this, or this is what I want because I don't like this at all. Whatever decision it is that you make, then desire follows in right behind it. And when you have made a decision, what you have done is you have sat down in the idea of having it. That's what the decision is. We like to use the symbol of a sword to describe what decision is because what you're doing is you're sort of cutting off, not in a way of disconnecting, but you're delineating a piece of energy, an idea, and you're saying this portion is the physical portion. This is what I want and this is what I will have. Desire is what allows you to do that. You wouldn't make that decision if you did not have the desire for it. Now, it may be that you're rather muddled about an idea, and that's a different topic altogether, which we will address later on in these conversations. But right here, right now, we're talking about just something simple and plain, like deciding what to have for lunch. Contrast says, I'm hungry. Desire says, this is what I will have. Alignment helps you figure out if what you have decided for is actually what you're wanting because you notice whether you feel better about it or not and then allowing is when you step back and allow it to happen now your role in allowing when you're choosing to have something for lunch may be 
that you allow yourself to go to the pantry and find the bread and you go to the refrigerator and find the fixings and you assemble a sandwich together and then you sit down and allow yourself to eat it following essentially something that you know is available to you and easy to get to but it's no different to make a sandwich than it is to build some sort of financial empire for your own powerful and delicious use in a way that makes sense and feels right to you and when we say empire we don't mean that what you're, you're doing is looking at what you want through the eyes of what you can get from other people when we say empire we just literally mean that you have allowed something to be built that is in alignment with your powerful desire and that is all so if we get back to the idea of correlating what we mean here is that if you realize that contrast and desire and alignment and allowing are all part and parcel of the manifestation process what you will experience again and again and again particularly when you let go of the intensity that has to do with trying to keep from having the contrast and use that for the desire and then align yourself with what you actually want instead of what you think you can get and then allow it to happen instead of trying to manage it into being what you will find is that it is easier and easier and easier and easier to bring forth very specific ideas into manifestation in exactly the way that you want them to do so one of the other things that we really do want to bring into your very specific awareness and we want to show you without any sort of ambiguity is that what we're doing here in this conversation in this series of conversations is not telling you how to do something what we're actually describing is how it works not what you're supposed to do but rather what you do when you just literally follow what is organic for you to follow the reason that we break it down and we talk about it and we address it in this way is not because we're trying to teach you anything although undoubtedly you will learn things from yourself about yourself through this experience what we're in fact doing is we're just describing a process in a way that perhaps you've never heard because of the contrast that it will bring you if you really do understand what this process that we're describing is about you will know that contrast is an inevitable necessary and desirable experience to have whether we're talking about the contrast between red and orange and you prefer red over orange or whether we're talking about the contrast between red and black and you really 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 don't like black and you really do like red or whether we're talking about the contrast between brown and black where you're thinking eh, I don't really like either of them which then gives birth to something even better it doesn't really matter what the topic is no matter how unwanted the contrast appears to be there is great power in it correlating basically says you are going to use this contrast for something you might as well use it for what you want instead of 
what you think you can get by with, what you think you can get around, what you think you can deny, or what you think you can just sort of muddle through. Correlating is a way of bringing your intentional focus to an idea and letting it actually happen. Correlating is not something that takes place over weeks or days. It's not really a time thing at all. What it really is, is an orientation and an attitude. When you're correlating an idea, what you're literally doing is you're going to the source of the idea and you're letting it spring forth into physical manifestation in ways that completely and absolutely and totally are easy to happen and to allow. The most difficult part of correlating is going to be trying to keep from getting your hands in and making something happen. But it's not difficult when you understand why that doesn't work. And it's not like this is something that you don't know anything about now already. Even someone who is completely new to these ideas of how thoughts create things and how form arises out of essence, of how contrast gives birth to desire and alignment and allowing, then perfect that desire into the desired and perfected version of the idea that comes forth into manifested reality. You don't have to know hardly anything about any of this to understand that when you start getting in there and trying to make things happen, you often slow down the process and delay what you're wanting. What you do is you are actually interfering with the very thing that you want. Correlating gives you a pathway that says, okay, start with the contrast, then allow the desire to rise up and focus in on the having of what you're wanting. Then align yourself with the idea that you want and allow it to then come forth into manifestation. This is something that can really be just a matter of seconds or minutes. You can take a longer period of time if that's what you're working with, if that's what you believe is necessary, if for some reason you can't let the contrast be what it is, or if for some reason you're trying to align with what you think you're supposed to do. Correlating will help you sort out all of these things and really get right down to the very basics of manifestation, which is you have something you want, you allow it to happen. So, as these conversations continue, we look very much forward to all of the different ways in which you will be bringing contrast of your own to the table. We look forward to that in our interactions with you that will be non-physical in nature. And we look forward to it in our interactions with you that will be verbal and physical in nature, such as what we are able to discuss with you in workshops. Understand that your participation in this series of conversations, whether you are participating as the conversations come forth, or whether you are listening at some point in the future is absolutely your own. What you bring to the table here is what you will be receiving. We cannot give you anything that you do not allow. And we certainly would not try to force you to try to understand or figure out 
or get it on any topic. But through this idea of correlating, it is our desire, and it is our intention, as we have said, to find yet another way that allows you to line up more and more powerfully with the having of what you actually want instead of what you think you can muddle through instead of what you think you can just get because that's as good as it's going to get and instead of what it is that you think is out to get you instead of actually help you so we look forward to the continuation of all of these conversations and all of the ways that they will be happening both physical and non-physical we have found ourselves once again quite pleased and quite honored to have been connecting with each of you in all the ways that we have been doing so here today. And as always, we very much look forward to the next time that we are able to do so again. And until that very delicious and very wonderful time, we do bid you all a very fond farewell. Wow. Now, did I tell you to put your seatbelts on in the beginning? <laughs> I should have. This is Ray, your host of Everyday Attraction, the last self-help podcast. And you've been listening to Frank Butterfield as the channel for an incredible group of energies called Communion of Light. And what I really, you know, there was so much said, and I hope that you'll send me emails and questions about what you've heard here, and we'll dive deeper into it as we go. But we're just really getting started. We have a whole nother part of this workshop that we want to share with you. But I did want to focus in on one particular thing that was said, and I think it's so important from the very beginning of this segment, that we are not in this consciousness and in this philosophy believing in a chaotic universe all of these positionings and understandings and components of manifestation could not work or exist if it was a chaotic universe and one of the great gifts that these channels have delivered to my life is to remember that it is an intentional ordered universe this planet is spinning in perfect proximity to all the other planets. The sun is rising. The waves are falling. And we have to know as our hearts beat and our stomachs digest that so much of this is being orchestrated. 99.99% being orchestrated from divine. And the contrast and the things that we're going through on the planetary side are really the schoolhouse. They are the place of expansion. But I want to emphasize this, that oftentimes we get caught up in the chaos. We get caught up in the trying to maneuver, trying to work. And I spent so many years taking these principles into a chaotic universe and trying to make them work. And they don't. The only way these principles and these laws and these steps for our own satisfying manifestation can work is if we understand that this is an ordered, intentional universe and that you are at the helm. So what do I mean by that? It means that spirit, source energy, higher power, God, self, infinite intelligence, there's so many names that we have that we give this energy has got your back. It is actually you, your broader self, your broader knowing. 
You've only sent a small part of yourself to the planet, as Abraham tells us over and over again. The majority of you has never been hurt, never been put down, never struggled, never suffered. The majority of you lives in infinite intelligence and infinite knowing. And a part of ourselves are projected into this fabulous holodeck, this 3D expansion school (laughs) where we create seeming chaos and we create contrast, but it is only for our expansion. And in a way that allows us to relax and to remember that this is a very interesting and eternal game that many of us as these channels have told us have been to the planet over and over and over again. Some of us living thousands of lifetimes. So it allows us to just take a breath and know that whatever you're going through right now is at the right time, is at the right place, and is with the right people. And that nothing that's happening right now isn't serving your broader good, your broader knowing, and your ultimate expansion. Take a breath. And even the contrast, that which is happening, which we cannot believe is happening in front of us, is just data. It's just information. It's telling us very clearly, very concisely, what it is that we truly, truly want. So if we can step back and look at the contrast as data and information, then it allows us to get clarity on what we're wanting. And then we can allow, because again, it's not how. It's allow, as Heather would say, it is about our allowing because it is not us. It's not about us getting a clear image and then going and making it happen and fighting and pushing. It's about allowing it then to let the universe deliver. Again, you've been listening to Everyday Attraction, the last self-help podcast, and we'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. Discover the power within Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming, Please make your donation today by going to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. 
He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what that Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much? To find out more about Unity Teachings, visit unity.org. Unity is proud to announce the first-ever New Thought Walden Awards, honoring 27 leaders who are helping to change the world. Some are well-known, but most are unsung heroes. They care about spirituality, healing, interfaith understanding, caring for the earth, and social activism. Read about them in the September-October edition of Unity Magazine or go online to waldenawards.com. Congratulations to all. Give someone you love the gift of inspiration with a subscription to Unity Magazine. Each issue has interesting articles and compelling interviews from some of today's most prominent spiritual thought leaders. Explore new ideas in health, science, spirituality, and a lot more. Send gifts to your family and friends and save $7 off the subscription rate. Get a one-year subscription for just $14.95. This offer ends on December 31st, so go to unity.org to find out more. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore and other legendary Unity teachers with Reverend Bob Brock and Unity Classic Radio. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central, Bob shares original radio transcripts from the Unity Archives with Truth students worldwide. Explore these timeless teachings and learn how to apply them to your life today. Listen live or on demand. You can also connect with Reverend Bob on his Unity in Action Facebook page. Tune in every Tuesday here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Everyday Attraction with Ray Zander. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. This is your host, Ray Zander. We are listening to the last self-help podcast. That's our new subtitle for Everyday Attraction, because this is really all the information you know that it always comes back to you, to going inside of you, to going into your inner genius and being able to orchestrate the life that you vision. And we are focusing again on the Communion of Light or communionoflight.com is the website. They are, are so approachable and they are so wonderful to work with. If you haven't gotten a session with them one-on-one. I mean, they're they're at the stage now where we can still get one-on-one calls. Remember when we used to be able to do that with Esther Abraham. So I encourage you to go book a session. It's It's really amazing. But we're focusing in on the recipe. Oh, let's just say how many recipes we all put together this holiday season, this new year. How many recipes did we look at? And here, the communion of light or communion of light or coal, as they're often referred to, is handing us a recipe for manifesting. And I love that because it's just really straightforward. The ingredients are not good or bad. They're, they're really what you bring to it. There's a specific amount of each of the ingredients. There's a certain procedure 
in how you put the ingredients together and how you bake your cake. And one of the first ingredients that's crucial to this whole platform is contrast. Things going terribly wrong. Things not working out. And and what really I love about these channels is that they're helping us understand that contrast is what we came here for. If we wanted a feather nest, we wouldn't have popped into physical. And the idea of a spiritual enlightened life is not to avoid contrast. I, I hear this sometimes in our communities. Where, you know, if I'm really good at this, I don't get the flu. If I'm really good at this, I don't have car accidents. If I'm really good at this, I don't have money problems. You know, if I understand the laws and I understand the principles and I'm going to stay out of trouble. And I just think I want to call it. That's not why you're here. You're not here to get it perfect. You're not here to stay out of the mud. You're here to get in there. And as long as you realize what the process is about, you can really understand it and be able to move through it in a conscious and even exhilarating fashion. So number one, the recipe of contrast. It's simply data. Nothing has gone wrong. You have not done anything wrong. You are not missing the point. You are not capable. It's not that all that sort of self-judgment and internal recrimination that happens, especially in metaphysical communities where we don't share the truth of what's going on because we're concerned that that might show that we're not spiritual you know, that crap is happening in our lives. We got kids that are misbehaving. We got spouses that are in trouble. We got financial issues, but we don't want to share that because that means I'm not working the program. And I just really want to open that up this year. And let's just call that the falsity that it is. Listen, sometimes the bigger you're here to manifest, the bigger contrast you get yourself into. The bigger you want, sometimes it's the bigger debt you're going to get into first. So we just want to embrace contrast as pure data. And I've gotten into the habit when people say, oh, this horrible thing is happening. I'm like, oh, how exciting. Good for you. Something is exciting on the other end of that contrast. But we really have to take out the that sort of personal judgment and recrimination that somehow we don't know what we're doing because we're in contrast. It is data and it is about getting clarity on what it is that you truly want. That's where the desire comes from. On the other side of contrast, you are real clear that what you want is not that. And what you do want is this. And that situation, that challenge, that contrast is helping you define more clearly and more deliciously what it is that you do want. So desire is that next recipe, that next part of our cake as we're building and baking this next reality to experience. So we really allow desire to be the morsel and the moistness and the butter (laughs) in our cake recipe. And then we allow. See, because it's not about going in and getting it done. It's not about push, push, push. It's not about no pain, no gain. When we move from desire to allowing, we've released the need to know how. And we have simply moved into that beautiful place of peace and excitement watching the universe knock itself out to deliver and deliver and a deliver. And we release resistance to anything that tells us differently. And we know that disappointment and many of the emotions we feel are simply us getting in the way of knowing that it is already done. 
The pain tells you that clarity and help is on the way. But now it's your job to release the pain, to move into the desire and get clear and live on through the power of your imagination, the feeling and knowing that it is done. So let's listen more to Frank and the communion of light as they tell us how to bake this cake. Stay tuned. Yes, indeed. And we are very much enjoying entering into this communion of light with you. And we are finding ourselves quite pleased and quite honored to be connecting with each of you in all the ways that we are doing so here today. And as we enter into this conversation, we do welcome you to our delicious series that is all about correlating wealth. And this is where we begin. So in our conversation with you today, we will be speaking about what we consider to be the launching point that is most significant from a cultural perspective in how intentional and deliberate creation by correlating an idea actually works. Undoubtedly, you've heard us mention this before, but we think it bears repeating that the single most difficult aspect of this story of manifestation, intentional and deliberate manifestation. In other words, for anyone who has decided that they want to live a life that they are deciding is the one that they want to live, for anyone who is wanting to actually put their hands on the reins of their life and actually direct where it goes, for anyone who is wanting to have what they actually want instead of what they think they can get away with or get by with or what they think is all that they will get because of the nature of reality, inevitably, anyone who makes this decision will find themselves face to face with the power of contrast. Now, contrast is a word that our friends Abraham use quite a bit, and we have taken it and appropriated it and actually expanded upon it and delved into it a lot deeper. And we want to talk about it first as the awareness of simply the difference between one thing and another. Your entire physical reality is based upon contrast. If you could not tell the difference between, let's say, hues of color, everything would appear white. So that there is a difference between red and orange and yellow and green and blue and indigo and violet, that there is a difference between all of these colors That is an indication of what is actually happening in every part of your existence and reality as you know it in physical terms. This isn't a tale of duality where in order to have the hot you have to have the cold. Because as you well know, there is no hot and cold. There are gradations. There are gradations between really, really, really hot and bitter, 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 bitter cold. There are gradations of color. There are gradations of physical sensation. 
There are no polar opposites. There is no yes and no. There is everything that lies in between. Now, it's very simple to say, in order to understand cold, you have to understand hot. But it sounds like we're talking about duality when we say such a thing, and we're not. Contrast is not duality. Duality is an illusion, because there is no off and on. There is only on. Off is an illusion. There is no black and white. There's just more of this or less of that. And it depends upon your perspective whether you consider black to be more or white to be more. Whether you consider red to be particularly useful and helpful or orange to be a better color. Whether you think that sweet is better or salty is better. And there's different kinds of salty. There's sharp, pungent salty. There's sort of mildly interesting salty. There's different kinds of sweet. There's over-the-top sweet. There's sweet that just kind of sort of carries you along, sort of like floating down a banana boat. There's different kinds of taste and texture and touch. There's different kinds of color and sight and vision. There's different kinds of sounds. There's the sharpness of a rat-a-tat-tat. There's the softness of a strumming harp. But even a harp, while sounding very angelic, can be made to be used in a way that makes a very punctuated sound that wouldn't be anything you would at all consider to be angelic. But what you consider to be angelic is completely unique and up to you, and how you even know what the word angelic means has everything to do with your understanding and your awareness of the nature of contrast. So you see, without contrast, you wouldn't understand what you are in the middle of. Now, originally, probably the first time you heard the word contrast, what you heard was, this is this thing that contrasts with what I want. So in other words, you're wanting to have an experience of tremendous wealth and a moment of doubt or the memory of not having enough or feeling like there's not going to be enough money to pay the bill, those would be experiences of contrast. Contrast saying, this is something different than what I want. But contrast isn't the enemy. Contrast is the very thing upon which you use to make decisions. So when you have the contrast of not enough money, you're making a powerful decision to have plenty of money. When you have the contrast of having too much of something, you're making the decision to have just the right amount. So it's significant, isn't it? If you really think about what contrast means, you will notice that what contrast is doing is it's helping you. And that is where its power lies. Because nothing can harm you in your experience. There are things that will happen that you don't like, but nothing can harm the essence of who you are. Nothing can touch or assail the truth of your being. It might rearrange chess, play, chess men on the chessboard in a way that you don't like. It might move things around in physical reality in a way that's very unpleasant or painful to observe or painful to experience. We're not saying that those things don't happen, but what we are saying is those are temporary illusions centered around time and space and organized in a way 
that even they themselves are helpful, helpful points of contrast to help you make decisions about what you want more of. The reason why we began this conversation by saying that eventually you were going to have to find a way to understand this concept if you're intentionally creating your reality is because culturally speaking, there's a tremendous emphasis in avoiding contrast. One of the ways that there is an emphasis on this is found in the idea that if you just don't pay attention to something, it won't be painful. Now, we're not talking about intentionally ignoring something that you don't like to turn your attention over to something you do like. We're talking about the muddled sort of ignoring that you're probably very aware of, very conscious of. There's also a cultural idea that if what you do is you say, I'm okay with everything the way that it is, which again is not that powerful statement we've spoken of before, but again, a very muddled approach, like you're looking at something and you're saying, yeah, that's that thing that's there and I don't want it and I don't know what to do with it, so I'm just going to sort of treat it as though it's okay even though I am not okay with it, but I'm not willing to admit that I'm okay with it or not okay with it. I'm not willing to really admit much of anything because I really just don't want to touch it. You need contrast. If you look at the ways in which you use contrast already in a very friendly way, in a way that feels really good and helpful, one of the ways that you can look at that is trying to decide what clothes you want to wear. What clothes feel good to you, either because they're comfortable or because they look beautiful, or because they make you look handsome, they make you look taller, they make you look thinner, they make you feel good about yourself, whatever particular meanings you've invested in them. And so you look through your closet or you look through your chest of drawers and you find the particular clothes that you want to wear and you try them on and you take them off and you try this and you try that. But the way in which you make those decisions, of course, is through contrast. The way you decide what you want to have for breakfast, lunch, or dinner is all based on contrast. The way you make any decision, whether to turn left or to turn right, is based on contrast. So you're using contrast for everything already. What we're saying here is that when you start delving into intentional and deliberate creation, when you begin to correlate an idea and you're shepherding it into physical reality or directing it to come forth and manifest as you are wanting, the first stop along the way is the contrast that brings you to it. Contrast is actually the reason why you make the decision to have an idea in the first place that you want to bring forth into physical manifestation. Now, as this series continues, tomorrow we'll be talking about the power of the desire that arises as a result of the contrast. But you can't get to the desire until you have allowed the contrast to happen. One of the things that we notice is that many of you have a fear of contrast because you are afraid that what you will really discover is that you can't have what you want. Or you are afraid that what you will really discover is that something painful is underlying all of this that you're going to have to go through and you don't want to go through it. And we understand that. There's some reasoning behind that that we completely agree with. In other words, the idea that sacrifice is necessary in order to have what you want is not true. Now, if you believe it's true, you will get evidence of its truth. But 
ostensibly and from where we sit from a metaphysical perspective it's never true it is however very important to be willing to feel all of these things that you are afraid of and that too is where contrast can actually help you if you're willing to feel the intensity of whatever it is you'll find that you can actually harness that and use it but it will be difficult to do so again something you know very well already from your own experience if what you are doing is you are saying I refuse to address the contrast that is arising because I don't want any further complications in my life or I don't want anything to go badly our suggestion to you our suggestion to you for this day and our suggestion to you perennially is that you really do look contrast squarely in the face as often as possible and harness it use it for what it is there to help you with while we are going through this series we'll be talking about contrast again and again and again and again we'll talk about the power of contrast we'll talk about the intensity that contrast brings that then amplifies and fuels desire We'll be talking about how contrast is how you're making a decision. So today it would also be helpful, we think, and any day, every day, to really be looking at contrast really as how you make the decision between one thing and another. And notice that the vast majority of your experience with the idea of contrast is actually rooted in things like being able to see out of a window and notice that this thing is up close and that thing is far away that's contrast you use the contrast of light and shadow and perspective to visually check and see those buildings that I see off in the distance are much further away than that building I see up close and how you know that is based upon the contrast of the image so you see, even as you're walking, no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, you're using contrast, and it is very powerful indeed. So, we invite you to allow the power of contrast to work for you. And we invite you to think about these things as you go through the day-to-day, -day, and to notice the contrast that is here that is always helping you and notice how even the painful contrast that you are afraid of or that you try to keep at bay is actually here to help you as well so once again we find ourselves quite pleased and quite honored to be connecting with each of you in all the ways that we are doing so here today and as always we very much look forward to the next time that we are able to connect with you again in whatever way that may be and until that very delicious and very wonderful time we do bid you all a very fond farewell well there you heard it sida c d a a contrast desire alignment allowing i wish it was a better acronym sida <laughs> <laughs> contrast, data, desire, clarity. 
Alignment means I'm getting up to speed vibrationally with what it is. It's the sandwich fixings, as Cole, Community of Light, mentioned. I keep calling him Frank, so you'll forgive me if I do that. And then allowing. The clear understanding that it's not our job then to go out and make it happen, to build the railroad, but then to allow our chief spiritual officer, our CSO, to orchestrate. And as Abraham talks about it, the universal manager to then correlate and bring all of the components together for our delight, for our realization, contrast, desire, alignment, allowing. So what you can do, and I challenge you to do this, is to look at the different situations in your life and see where you are on that recipe continuum. Are you in contrast? Are you getting clarity? Are you in the desire phase? Are you allowing? Are you letting go? Are you allowing the universe to um, to deliver? Are you allowing the vibration of it being complete to rise up? Are you are you living in the future knowing and having? And then are you letting go? Are you not trying to control or cajole or defend? C-D-A-A, the process for manifesting, whether it be wealth or relationships or a health situation, herein lies these components and each one of you are going to find new and interesting ways to move through these different steps. And I encourage you to email us. Let's talk about it. Let's hear where you are on this continuum of manifesting and where you get stuck. Because really, this is the juice. This is the fun. This is what we came here for, guys. So settle in. You've done nothing wrong. The contrast is here to serve you. The desire is for you to ride the wave of the creator that you are. And the allowing and the alignment are for you to relax and enjoy the ride. It's a roller coaster, but ultimately, it's safe. So send us your questions. Our email is everydayattraction at gmail.com. And let us know, and maybe we'll read some of those emails on the show with your permission. can be anonymous, doesn't have to be um, stated. can be you just really wanting to dive deep into this process and and make it your own. I mean, this is the communion's way of, of describing how we manifest. But it really is for us, the geniuses that we are, to find our own way to manage and move through how we move from contrast and the emotions of frustration and sadness and difficulty and, and anger into the place of desire, which is a higher vibration of passion and imagining and excitement. And then where we release the need to control it, where we let the universe surprise and delight us in the way didn't you love his sandwich analogy contrast is hunger desire helps you choose what you want in the sandwich alignment brings you all the sandwich fixings <laughs> and allowing allows you to eat okay so I went from sandwich to cake I don't know I guess I'm hungry <laughs> and I hope you're hungry too hungry for settling into the way that we move in and out of non-physical and physical experiences and how we can use the genius of these channels, whether it be Esther Hicks or Frank Butterfield or 
Emmanuel or, or the many types of energies that are really bringing in this knowledge for our own genius, for our own jumping off place. And I hope that you revel in this knowledge so that you know wherever you are on the continuum of experience, you know what's next. And whether you use prayer or meditation or affirmations, all of these are the tricks of the trade to move from position to position as we are manifesting all over the place. You don't need any self-help. It's all inside of you. The answers, the whispers, and the love, the unconditional love. Check out our website, everydayattraction.com. And until then, feel good, sisters and brothers. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.